Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. W-I-J-S-F dot com. Women in Jazz South Florida, Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
afternoon. This is Dr. David J.C. still alive in 2021. This is our first interview of the year with the dynamic drummer, Galen McKinney. That was her title tune from her new CD, Zoot Suit Funk. And we're going to bring her in so we can talk to her about how this CD came about during the year of the pandemic. How you doing, Galen? I'm doing great. How you doing, Joan? I'm still here. That's right, girl. We we still here. <laughs> it's been a challenging 365 days, I tell you. Yes, it has. I mean, really, it's 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 been quite um, pins and needles. <laughs> to say the least. So that song sounded like so much fun. Oh, thank you. That was the whole point. <laughs> that that was the whole point was for that song to sound like fun because, you know, I I, I started working on this record in, in October of nineteen, but got slowed down, of course, by. Uh, you know, the events of the pandemic when we all entered into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> and um so and so I um I, I put you know, I couldn't put it out in nineteen, which I'm I'm kinda glad I'm I'm in a way I'm glad that happened because I would rather have put it out twenty one anyway, because um it would just it was just a better time to put it out. And I, I was just thinking of happy, you know, making just want to make people smile when they hear the song and, you know, dance around their living room. <laughs> Do you know that I got up, I looked in the mirror, and I started dancing? Yay, that's what I want you to do, girl. <laughs> Love that. You, you succeeded. You succeeded. Now, what is the personnel? All right, so we have um, Ibrahim Jones on bass, and we have um, Raphael Statton on multi-reads because he's playing sax, he's playing tenor sax, he's playing bass clarinet, he's playing bass flute. So he he, he did a lot of different uh, uh, reed instruments on this CD. So I call him. I, I I didn't even say sax. I said Raphael Staten on multi-reads, because that's what he did. <laughs> and right. then we have Trinita Womack, who played for the Funk Brothers. She's the percussionist on the CD, and, uh, the, you know, playing congas and all the percussion. And then I have Alex Annis on guitar, and let's see, and Demetrius Neighbors on... Neighbors? Yes, N-A-B-O-R-S. Oh, Nadors. I thought, mm-hmm. and he was on what? He was on the keys and the piano. Okay. And what yeah, is Ibrahim? In, 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 in AD as in boy, by the way. What is Ibrahim's 
last name. Ibrahim Jones. Oh, Jones. Okay, yeah. cool. And Trinita, you say who did she play with? The Blues Brothers? She played the Funk Brothers. Oh, the Funk if you Brothers. See, yes, if you see Standing in the Shadows of Motown, she actually appears in that movie. Ah, okay. Now, you're from Motown. Yeah. How yes, I did am. that scene impact you as a musician? Well, um, what, there was there was a lot of um, there's a melting pot of different styles of music here in Detroit. We had, you know, we had of course jazz, uh, um, which was you know traditional and contemporary jazz here in Detroit. And we had Motown here, and we had funk here, you know, um, like, uh, well, Parliament, you know, and uh, we had gospel is here, you know, we have a lot of gospel stuff going on around here. So it was a melting pot of different, and you know, and classical. So we had a bunch of different styles of music happening in Detroit, and my father was a reflection of that, too, because growing up, um, although he was a jazz musician, he loved all styles of music. So I was listening, and and when I was able to start listening to music, I would spend hours (laughs) in front of the stereo with my ear up against the speaker. Well, not not all the way up against, but, you know, really close to the speaker, listening Mm -hmm. to everything from Debussy to the Beatles. Yeah, so right. he had a wide, wide range of music. <laughs> so I was exposed to a whole bunch of different styles of music at an early age, and um, you know, it was it was a it was a, and then there's my mother, who was a who was an opera singer, <laughs> uh, when she met dad, and then you know, dad brought her into jazz, but she basically was an opera singer, and she also you know, sang in productions like Carmen and Porgy and Beth and stuff, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I had a whole bunch of different kinds of music to, that I was exposed to growing up, and that, and that was the fun part about uh, living in a city like Detroit. What were your parents' names? My father's name was Harold McKinney, and he was a... Uh, pretty well-known pianist um, all over, really, but especially in Detroit. Uh, he toured with Gene Krupa, and he played with some major people in his young years. And mm. my mother, her name is Gwendolyn McKinney. So I, I, I usually uh, put her, her maiden name in there, too, Gwendolyn Shepherd McKinney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And she... she she was quite, quite, uh, quite the vocalist. You know, she had a really beautiful, one angelic voice. Angelic. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is lovely. Seriously. Now, your father played with Gene Cooper. So, did that influence you to be a drummer? Well, you know, it's funny. Nope. 
because I really, I really didn't find out that he did that until like some years later. Like when I was in my teens, I found out that he toured with Jane Krupa. And okay. um, and and ironically, thankfully, um, a friend of mine, a musician friend of mine, sent me a video. Somebody had posted a video of Dad, a black and white video. He was uh, a young faced man, <laughs> and he was playing with Gene Krupa on this TV show. And so, uh, and he, you know, he played. He, you know, he in his younger years, he sat in with John Coltrane and. And uh, and one time with Billy Holiday, so, but he decided not to leave Detroit. He didn't make that migration like most musicians do to New York, uh, because if he had a, you know, his career probably would have been a little bigger. But it was big, but it would have probably been bigger had he migrated to New York. But he wanted to stay in Detroit. Plus, he had a family. You know, he had, you know, my mother and I. So he stayed here. And made his mark here, and um, the the city loved him so so much that they named a, a a street sign after him. So he did his job while he was staying here in Detroit. <laughs> right, right. And not only that, he and your mother produced one of the few working female drummers of color. I mean, that's a mouthful right there. It's you. <laughs> then it's Cindy Blackman, Terry Lynn Carrington, Sheila E. Uh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm stopped. I, I can't. Well, and you know, I'm the gatherer of women musicians. I'm mm-hmm. the gatherer. There's Denise Johnson in... Virginia or Maryland, somewhere like that. I haven't heard from her in years. Uh, who else? What other drummers? Okay, Sherry well, from the Diva. Basically, what's happening is in in our generation of women drummers, there was there were very few. There was a lady that just passed away named Dorothy. Um, I can't I can't get her. Dorothy Little was her name. Was she was, she was. Uh, I never knew about her until just recently upon her passing, and a friend of mine sent me uh, an article about her, and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know. And she was about, she was probably about eighty something when she passed. So she had been playing during the time of the uh, Sweethearts of Rhythm. They 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 were kind of on that on that in them in the same years, uh, but. Um, Okay, so, so it's so Paula Hampton. But Paula Hampton. Yep, Paula. There's Bernice yep, Paula. Brooks. Bernice Brooks. Yep. You know, but, now, but I'm just saying they're not, you know, you you are world renowned. Yes. Well that now I gotta tell you now, there's some there's some awesome young drummers female drummers coming up now, like uh Shirazette Ten, Ten, uh, Tennyson, I hope I'm saying her name. Right, uh, Shirazette. Right. I'm going to remember yeah, her. And uh, um, there's, there's a few uh, young ladies out there doing it, you know. Um, way more female drummers now than when I was growing up. 
<laughs> I hope I hope that Terry Lynn and Cindy and I and Sheila E had something to do with that. <laughs> well, if they didn't have up. you to look at, they would have had no one to look at. You know, right? So you right. you were in the vanguard because now I'm 73. And I came out of New York, and Terry Lynn Carrington is the only, no, because I sang with Cindy in New York, okay? Uh So I knew about Cindy Blackman early on. It's like this trombone player, Janice um, Robinson. Nobody can locate Mm -hmm. her. But... uh, they were they were there, but they just didn't get any any recognition. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. This is true. This is true. And Terry Lynn is the reason why I kept playing drums because, you know, I I was uh, when I was ten years old, I I felt like I was the only. Dr- female drummer in the world because I could, there was, I never saw any other women playing drums or young girls playing drums at the time. So I was like, wow. And then on top of that, I was getting a little bit of flat about being a girl playing the drums. I had this, this one little girl tell me, you, you shouldn't be playing the drums. Drums are for boys. You know? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, well, well, I'm a girl and I like playing drums, you know. So I was really disheartened, and, and for one for one moment, I almost decided to to stop playing drums because I was almost I was also playing saxophone in in uh, elementary school and high school too. So when I was ten years old, I was playing saxophone too, and I said, well, maybe I'll stick with the sax because you know that might be a little more acceptable. I, my feelings were hurt, I guess, when she said that, and so. Uh, my father, who did not know that I was thinking about quitting the drums, because he was very supportive of me doing that, he he went on a trip to New York for some gig and came back home and was all excited, <laughs> and and uh, he didn't even know that I was thinking about quitting. And he said, "Yeah, I saw another little girl. She was about eight years old, and she was playing with Clark Terry." And I I was so excited. I said, "What's her name?" And he said, "Terry Lynn Carrington." <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to find out that there was another girl playing the drums, and it, it it definitely motivated me. I was like, okay, so there is another little girl playing the drums. And then I said, oh, let me go practice. <laughs> yeah, let me go practice. Right. There's another little girl playing the drums. <laughs> yeah. So so you. Yeah, so, so that, that tell was us very important. How you did this CD? Did you do it remotely? Did you do it in the studio live? Well, um, thankfully, uh, I did the pro- I actually recorded the project in 2019 of October of 2019 before pandemic. So, uh, it was um, a very interesting experience, something I've never done before, <laughs> which is I re- I recorded, the band and I recorded nine songs in one day. <laughs> and uh, we just got there early, and we had to do it that way because the engineer uh, that the uh, studio owner wanted to use 
uh, was from out of town, and he was, uh, you know, he kind of was on a time constraint because he's a really well-known um, engineer, and also he installs these all over all over the country. And so he was on a limited schedule. So instead of having, you know, a, a couple of days here to, to do a couple of songs and, you know, then another couple of days, it was like, well, you got to do it all in one day. <laughs> so we recorded everything in one day. And then uh, uh, from, shoot, we started at probably, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we were done at about 10 or 11. And then, uh, you know, after that, the mixing uh, started a few days later, and that's that's how that that's how it came about. So, what what's the name of the studio and the engineer? Uh, the engineer, his name is Rob Russell, and the 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 studio is a private studio called Rack Him Up Records. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's off the grid. He's a, he's a he's he's a private uh he's a private studio. He's not open to the general public. <laughs> okay, that's he kinda good. Picks and, he picks he um he kind of picks you know you have to you have to know him, and 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 actually how this how I met him was through Ralph Armstrong, the bass player, because um I was recording his record at that studio. And that's wow. how I met him. Yeah, that's how I met him. And then uh, Chuck, you know, who's the guy, the guy, the owner of the studio, I told him that I wanted to do a project. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, come on, you know. So a few years later, that's how I ended up doing my record there. Wow. And now yeah. you just submitted uh, your interview with Ralph Armstrong to Music Man magazine. That's terrific. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Now, Zoot Suit Funk. It sounds a little like Zydeco music. Yeah. I, you know, the description uh, that uh, was written by uh, Matthew, uh, who did the liner notes, he, 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 I, I thought it was an interesting description. He, he thought of it as a mix of Motown and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I guess because of the guitar. <laughs> so so it, it has like a 1960s kind of Motown groove to it, you know, um, like, a, like a Supreme, one of the Supreme kind of grooves to it, which I, I wasn't thinking that at the time, but when, when I, I happened to hear, um, I happened to be thinking about the Supremes one day and played, played one of their songs, I said, wow. It does have that kind of groove to it, but it's just, you know, sounds a little more modern, that's all. Well, have you ever listened to Zydeco? Yeah, 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 that, that, I, yeah. Matter of fact, I was <laughs> listening to a little bit uh, the other day because, uh, I'm, you know, I teach at, I also teach at Oakland University as, as an applied music instructor, and so I was listening to some of that stuff because I'm trying to introduce uh one of my students to some Norman style music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just listening to it, yeah. So do you did you ever see the dirty dozen brass band? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Matter of fact I met so one of those guys. Good. Huh? They are so good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was um a matter of fact, 
I was performing. Who was that? It wasn't with Straight Ahead. It was it was another group I was performing with, and we actually opened for them. So I got to to meet one of the guys in the band, uh, um, the saxophone player. I forgot. I can't get his name in my head right now. But yeah, so I I got to watch the whole concert. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I met them yeah. in Germany, and they were just from the beginning to the end. The energy was wonderful, wonderful energy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that music so now, is, is, definitely, definitely makes you move, you know? Oh, yeah. And this song made me move. I mean, I haven't danced in here. I haven't been dancing. Maybe I danced over the holiday a couple of times, but dancing is not what I do. But I was shaking my booty. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, I'm going to play Space Goddess next. So, okay. why don't you set that up for us? All right. So, Space Goddess, believe it or not, I wrote that in college. <laughs> um, I was, uh, I, I, I was, um, Doing that, I wrote some music for my jury, which is if you if you uh, are, don't know about juries, juries is what is like a final performance before you graduate from college. Right. So right. I, I so so I wrote up some 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 I wrote up a couple of tunes for my jury, and Space Goddess was one of them. <laughs> so uh, I said, hmm. Let me dig up some of my college music because that's never been recorded, and I need to probably do something with it. So that's where uh, that's uh, so I did a kind of a revamp on it, and uh, that's how Space Goddess came came into fruition for this CD. And so, uh, what is your publishing company? Uh, Beat Sticks Music. Beat Sticks. Yeah, B E A T S T I C K S. Yeah. And are you BMI or ASCAP? ASCAP. Okay. Okay, we're going to listen to Space Goddess, and then we'll be back with more from Galen McKinney and her new CD, Zoot Suit Funk. So here's Space Goddess.
Well, I'm going to talk about this tune, which put me in the mind of Harlem River Drive, the song that was composed by Bobby Humphrey. So that song right there, Space Goddess, made me feel like I was back in New York again. I think that's interesting, Gaitlin, because you said that your father didn't leave Detroit, and so many people think that you have to be in New York to be a professional jazz musician, and I left New York to become a professional jazz musician. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Oh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> so you left. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, yeah, that's. I began. That's, that's unique. Huh? Well, I began performing jazz in Philly because the Philadelphia musicians—they were more—they had more camaraderie, you know, than there was in New York. New York was just a competition. Let me see who can blow the loudest and the fastest. You know? Mm-hmm. Or play the sweetest ballad. You know? But most of them right. straight ahead. <laughs> to use a pun. <laughs> but when I went to Philly, the, the musicians there, and I did my um what did you just call it? What you did at the college? I forgot the word. Oh, a jury, a jury. Right. I did mine at in Philadelphia at LaSalle College, and I did okay. the piece that Freddie Hubbard recorded, which is "Sweet Return," and I did another tune that I wrote called "Jazz Hotline." And then I played the first movement of Beethoven's Opus 20, Moonlight Sonata. So that was my jury performance. Ah, okay. Yeah. But um, okay. that space goddess, girl, you need to be sending this CD. Do you have the addresses and or emails? Of all the top jazz DJs in the country. Well, what I did was uh, I, I made a huge sacrifice, and this time around, I hired a radio promoter. <laughs> well, actually, he's a he's a print and radio promoter. So he sent you know he sent it out to like a hundred and something stations. Well, we need to be requesting. These songs play space yeah. by, by Galen McKinney. You understand? Yeah. We need to get yeah. on the mailing list. And you know what? We're going to have a composer's Zoom. Um, I can't remember when the next one is. I think it's January the 29th. Yeah. I'm okay, not sure, okay. but I'm going to invite you because 
this is with the network that we have in women in jazz in South Florida, we could all just get on the playlist, the email list mm-hmm. of radio stations around the country, and if if twenty five of us did it, you know, there's three hundred and seven mm-hmm. members. If twenty five members formed a, a coalition to just push the the music of our members to radio stations, request, you know? Yeah. I, I used to tell people to request Sweet Return by Freddie Hubbard. Yeah. I didn't make yeah. that much money, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but you're on there. Yeah, there, so you know, we we need to be proactive about our music, you know. Yes, I, 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 well, I, I definitely plan to be as proactive as I can. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's you have to be willing to pay the price, you know, you you have to be willing to invest in your own product. That's right. it. You know, it. this is a good product. I played two songs. Now, I only have one more. I'm going to play that at the end because I don't want to play the whole album. I want people to go to your website and buy it. Yeah, which my website is www.gaylynmckinney.com. And that's G A Y E L Y N N M C K I N N E Y. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see you'll see links to uh, you'll see links to both Amazon and, and uh, Apple iTunes on my. Okay. And now the other thing, um, the lady that's doing the graphic design for the magazine now, she mm-hmm. took a class. With um, I can't remember the name of the website, but I'll come up with it. And licensing music for film. Okay. Oh is, yeah. Yeah, that's where the money is. It's no longer, and yeah. it's it's no longer in selling the CDs because we don't have the opportunity to go out and people buy your CDs on your gig. You know, they're not buying CDs online. So catchthemoon.com is where they give a course on licensing music for film. And one thing that she told me, she told us, was that your music needs to have a break, pauses in it, where the film editor could splice it, you know, split it. Uh, uh-huh. You know, so that's, that's interesting because most of us don't think like that when we write music. Right, that, that's, that's very true. But the pause... It's interesting about the pause uh, because somebody 
I don't I know I didn't coin this, but the music is between the notes. The music is between the notes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the music <laughs> The music is between the notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how many students do you have? Well, right now, uh, I have a total of uh, four students. Pri- uh, uh, four four students in my applied work at Oakland University, and then I have uh, four more students privately. Oh, so you have eight? Yeah. Cool. All drummers. All of them are drummers. Yep. Not one girl. <laughs> no girl. No girl. Not oh one. my god. <laughs> wow. yep. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. I take. I'm sorry. I take that back. I have oh. one. I have one. She's she's uh about six years old. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's six years old. That's the one. She's the winner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what about the musicians? Are these the regular musicians that you work with? Yeah, they when 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 we hit the dusty trail, whenever that happens, uh, this will be the band that I will be working with. Uh, the dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you this story that tales from the dusty trail. Now there's a new book. <laughs> Let me write this down. Let me write this down right now. Tale from the Dusty Trail. That's right. <laughs> These are anecdotes. You know what? This is going to be a new section in the magazine. Okay. Tale from the Dusty Trail. So you know what? You have to send me the first one. The first tale. Okay. 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 All right. That sounds like, sound like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna call Jeannie Cheatham and I'm gonna get one from her. Jeannie Cheatham. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna call uh what's her name? Melba Joyce. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. some juicy tales. Um, they got I know some- that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy <laughs> from the Dusty Trail. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new section in the magazine, y'all. <laughs> Listen, you gotta laugh. Two days ago, I was crying because Nikki Mathis, wonderful woman. Did you ever hear of her? I feel like I heard that name before. She was from El Paso, Texas, but lived in. Hartford, Connecticut, where she produced 
the many colors of a woman for over 30 years. Uh-huh. And it was a concert, the many colors of a woman. And many of the women from the Northeast performed. Classic, classic, classical musicians, jazz musicians. She she just had an orchestra. She called it the Nick Mathis uh, something universal orchestra. It it was different than a sunrise orchestra, galactic orchestra, <laughs> but it was close. Oh, you know? yeah. You ever see sunrise? I never did see them. Oh, what a treat! Anyway, girls. So now that this is out, what else are you doing? What are you doing on social media for it? Uh well I I just just today I posted a promo video on both Instagram and Facebook and uh excuse me and uh, you know trying to pump it that way and I got a site there's a site called Female Drummers I'm gonna post it on that site as well they have like All thousands right. of li- they have they have thousands of uh, viewers on their Instagram account. Well, make sure you post it at Music Woman Magazine and Women in Jazz South Florida. Okay. And uh, I'll just uh, keep uh, pumping it. Okay. You said, you, so you have a place to upload video on um, musicwomenmagazine.com? Uh, well, if you have it on YouTube, you just have to paste the URL and the video will come up. Oh, yeah, I haven't posted it to YouTube yet because I actually have a a live video that's going to premiere on the 23rd um, uh, from the Detroit Jazz Festival. That's going to, um, that's going to, um, of Zoot Suit Funk, that's going to, uh, that's going to be on YouTube on the 23rd. How long is the video? It's about, uh, uh, let me see. I'm gonna t- I can tell you exactly. Hold on one second. Um, uh, let's see. You should it be is... able to upload it though on Facebook and tag Music Woman Magazine. Oh, or, yeah. On Facebook, I don't okay. have Music Woman Magazine on Twitter or IG. I don't do too much with Twitter, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just yeah. I just do stuff Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, but since they banned himself, I went on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they banned him and I, I started right. doing it the next day. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that is correct. Okay. We need that a break. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you need a break. Oh, that's right. You like, yeah, I can get on there now. <laughs> okay, oh, now so the, video, so, so the Zoot Suit Funk video is eleven minutes and forty four seconds. Oh, that's long. Okay. Yeah, it is um, long. Well, you know, you could see if it'll post. Um, and if you post it on your Facebook page. You should be able to tag or share it with Music Woman Magazine. Okay? Well, but me, listen. Let me, 
set up just a little bass and drums. Just a little bass and drums. Uh Uh-huh. Set it up. What is it? I know it's just a little bass and drums. Okay. So so just a little bass and drums, uh, when I came up with the song, I was trying to think about, you know, a piano part and, you know, something, something else. But for some reason, I just, I just got, I just stayed at with with bass, you know, uh, vocal and bass clarinet. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave it like that. (laughs) So that's why uh, the title speaks for itself, Just a Little Bass and Drums, because it's, it's just a little bass. Bass, uh, a slight bass, a little, a little bass clarinet and drums and a, a, a melody, vocal melody, and and this is this is where I I close my eyes and hope people uh, like my singing <laughs> because well, I'm actually singing I'm actually singing on this one. Okay, all right. <laughs> well. I remember listening to it because I did a preview show yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to play that, and I'm going to wish you all the best in 2021. I do hope that this thing lifts so you can go on the dusty trail. <laughs> well, I appreciate your 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 unwavering support that you've given me. Um, thank you for making me the first cover of the the new uh, women's women magazine. I really appreciate Music Woman magazine. I really appreciate that, and um, just thank you for you know being being a part of my musical life for all these years. Okay, and I feel the same. And buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> right? They right. Say, they say it's going up to 70000 Ooh. All right. That's now. what they said. And, but I heard 100. I heard the whiff of 100000 But it was written that it was going up to seventy. So just. Hold on to what you got. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, w- I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, Galen McKinney, much success with Zoot Suit Funk. And now we're going to listen to just a little bass and drum. Thanks for being here with me today. Thank you. Okay.
WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events.